Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And boy, do I have some good news for you today. I can actually see my driveway, folks. The snow has melted enough to where I can see concrete, asphalt, and I can see the dirt. This is a, a you know, pretty late in the game, April 20th here. Uh, but, you know, I'll take it as good news because I still have about three feet of snow left around my house and about maybe a foot or so on my RV that I need to melt before I take my month-long RV trip around Alaska with my family. So um, I want to pre- thank everybody that listens, watches, and reads Must Read Alaska. We've, we're very grateful for you to do that. And, you know, folks out there always ask, how do, we, how do I help keep the lights on? Well, you just go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right-hand side there, there's a little donate button. Click on that. We survive off of $5, $10, $100 donations at a time. We're not funded by some nonprofit dark web money conglomerate. We're just funded by everyday folks who care about news in Alaska. And so we want to thank folks that already do that. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. We also want to thank our show sponsor. We have a brand new show sponsor this month, the University of Alaska. You can learn more about them at Empower alaska.edu um, go check them out i want to encourage folks to go do that we really really want to thank them for sponsoring the must read alaska show it's very special to us but without further ado i have a returning guest on this guest is a uh, expert in the in in what i call uh, generating income generating wealth have running successful businesses him and his wife have have both ran started and been very successful running multi multi million dollar businesses. He's such a great guy. He has his own book out called True Wealth Formula. And uh, Hans, welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Hey John, it's uh, it's awesome to be back. How's uh, I love hearing about Alaska. I think that's Alaska is incredible. Yeah, it's like the last frontier, and you know, it's only for. Uh, not everybody can stomach it. Not you know for the for the main reason of seven months worth of a hardcore winter. But luckily, my right. wife's born and raised here, and she doesn't mind that kind of stuff. So, um, how is it in your neck of the woods? Oh man, we've had here in uh, in Texas. I'm a, a bit outside of uh, San Antonio in the Texas Hill Country, and the last uh, two years we had uh, some really severe winters. You know, we had the uh, Snowmageddon event of 2021 and then uh let's see last year was we had some good freezes we had a freeze or two this year but we got an early spring this year we've had nothing but just awesome weather since february and we've got we've had a lot of rain there's flowers everywhere it's like alice in wonderland out here right now it's (laughs) awesome awesome. so hans you and your wife have created many successful very very successful businesses where it's taken you all around the world to speak in front of thousands and thousands of people You've gotten to know probably every sort of person, type of personality there is out there. In your opinion, does money make somebody happy? Man, that's a really good question. Uh, so I grew up, you know, really poor in a, you know, a classic American 
typical, you know, family, broken family household, single mom, you know, had, uh, you know, didn't, didn't grow up with a father was, um, you know, started my first business at eight years old, picking flowers. I'd come home from, from school and, uh, pick these, uh, plumeria flowers off the trees and, 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 uh, go downtown and sell them, you know, to the tourists, sell these necklaces, basically, uh, that they call lays out there. This is in Kona, Hawaii on the big Island. And, uh, Basically, that was just to get like school clothes. And 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 uh, if I had a little bit of extra money, I'd go play a video game or do something like that. So I learned really early on that if you don't work, you don't eat. And mm-hmm. and uh, also that work was a good thing because it was like, wow, OK, if I want something, I can go work and and, and do it. You know, um, I've, I've done other jobs, did a lot of landscaping work, did, you know, all kinds of things. But, um, you know, as far as does money make you happiness? I remember when I was 12 years old because I, I slept in this uh, box spring mattress out on this uh, porch, basically not even a bedroom. And we were moving every couple months. I didn't know where we we're going to be. And I remember at 12 was the first time I was like, man, I want to be a millionaire someday. That would be so great. You know? Uh, and um, so, yeah, I, there are some studies out there. Actually. It's really interesting. I, I did talk about this in my book, uh, true wealth formula. Um, it's available on Amazon. It's the only place that we sell it. And the, um, there's some, been some interesting studies out there. Obviously, it's relative. If you live in a big city like New York or San Francisco or L.A., you know, and you make less than 100000 a year, you're you're really struggling. You know, uh, other places you could do less than that. But there's this figure that's around the $70,000, $75,000 a year mark. Um, now, granted, that's not going to apply to certain cities. But there's some interesting studies that say that money does buy happiness, but with very diminishing returns. So what happens is there's this, this curve that happens where you get to a point where you're, you're living in a, you know, basically a a, a decent place and you have a transportation and you can eat out once in a while. And people think, well, if I just make, get more, 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 I'll be happier, happier, happier. Uh, but that's not always the case. So we could talk more about that if you want, but it's, it's an interesting study. So I like that. I talk, so, yeah. So, um, you know, you have this course out. You have a book, very successful book, and you kind of have this course that goes alongside of this book. Uh, talk to us about talk to us about this course because what we're going to do is we're going to do something special here on the show. And for folks that listen to this podcast, if they like, comment, share, or tag a friend on this post on this Facebook post or or Twitter post or Instagram post, we're going to pick a handful of folks to get a free trial with your course. You have a course that specifically teaches somebody how to kind of get, get wealth, maintain wealth, grow wealth. Talk to me about this course. Yeah, you bet. Uh, so it, it, we actually, so we have the book, we have the the course, and then we also have the software now, the wealth builder app. So, uh, so there's kind of like a, a trifecta there. I, so the backstory on it is that growing up in Hawaii, I had a, martial arts instructor named Damien, who was a multimillionaire in real estate. And he told me, he said, the key to wealth is to get your money working for you instead of you working for your money. And I was a teenager when I first learned that statement. I thought, wow, that's really cool. And I I must have wrote it down or something. I really embedded it in my head. Uh, and then I got married and had kids at a very young age. And we, like, as you said, we had businesses that we were running and doing all this stuff. And you get kind of caught up in life. And along the way, uh, I started to think more and more about that. And it, so it kind of became this riddle. And the course 
as well as the software and the book is all about how to actually apply that, how to actually implement it. In fact, the the uh, course is called True Wealth Formula Implementation Program. So uh, what I discovered along the way was that there's a very powerful uh, money management system that uses uh, ratio-based money management versus what we learn in school and what we learn from all the experts on the radio and whatnot is, you know, uh, put $100 in an envelope for this thing and next amount into this. And, and, and we have these different budgeting things. And I kind of discovered this in my business uh, career. I would sit down with accountants and they would just confuse the hell out of me. I didn't go to college, didn't <laughs> grow up on the streets, didn't understand the numbers. I said, well, you know what I understand is cash flow. And I understand cash, that's real. So I, you know, developed a system to essentially segment things by ratios. And what's cool about ratios is if you learn how to money manage money, all the way from the budgeting side to the investing side, if you learn it, uh, if you if you learn the system and the and the framework from a that's ratio based, it's perfect. It's totally scalable. A teenage kid can use it all the way up to a Fortune 500 CEO or CFO. And um, so, in fact, that's how you manage businesses through ratios. You don't manage it through dollars and cents. So. Uh, you know, so we developed this and, and really be, it became a, a, a system of, and it is today, and we've helped thousands of people essentially, so in that statement, get your money working for you instead of you working for your money. The money that I'm working for, we call earned income. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's your job. It's salary, it's commissions, it's bonuses, it's tips, wages, that type of thing, W-2 type stuff. Um maybe 1099 gig economy type stuff. If I don't show up for work, I don't get paid. And we know that, you know, the wealthy, that's not where their income comes from. It comes from assets. It comes from their balance sheet. So the the, the course and the program and the system, True Wealth Formula, is basically all about uh, converting earned income into unearned income, the money that works for me. And uh, and really getting it compounding and 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 you know people struggle with that unless there's an actual system. So we there's too much information out there. There's not enough actual proven uh, systems and frameworks. If you do X, you get Y. So that's sort of kind of how it's set up. Nice. Why why do you think you know over the years you've gotten to talk to thousands of people about improving their lives? Why do you think it's so hard for some folks to? talk about money and to want to make changes in that kind of aspect of their life? I It's such a good question, John. Uh, a lot of it is, there's, there's a lot of aspects to it, but I will say that the largest impact on all of us is our influence, is our um, the world we live in, our modern society. Uh, you can read all the books you want. You can, you know, go to seminars and do classes. You can uh, in some cases, now there's an exception. Uh, people that grow up in a certain family environment that, that where they sort of um, are programmed to do the right thing, and, it, and it's just part of their DNA, they tend to have an easier time. But most people didn't grow up in a and it, and it, it doesn't just mean it's a wealthy family. It doesn't have to be a, a rich family or, or 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 anything like that. So. But uh, we just live in a society. We li- our, our our global economy is a debt based economy. It, it absolutely depends on on an ever expanding debt base. It is not a production based economy, and that that changed back in 1971. And there's other time frames and whatnot. Um, but it's just accelerated even prior to that. Coming out of World War II, you had the whole credit system develop, credit cards, uh, people buying on credit, 
And so the, the, the entire system is, and so if I have credit and if I can use debt to get what I want today, what it does, it creates that feedback loop that basically reinforces, hey, why should I save? Why should I take risk? Why should I invest money um, or do these other things when I can just make a payment? And in fact, all of the financial planners out there will just say, well, can you afford the payments? The banks, that's all they do when they calculate information. Can you afford the payments? What's your credit score? So we're essentially born into this uh, system to be a debt slave. And the system needs your, your uh, you know, it, it needs people to comply. So it's just everything. You got billions of dollars in advertising that's telling us you're not good enough as you are unless you spend X or unless you look like this or unless you're you know, reflecting this status through how you dress and, you know, on and on and on it goes. So. So what do you think about the current state of our economy? You know, somebody could turn on the news today and um, it's doom and gloom and the, you know, you know, you might as well think that there's Armageddon out there. Um, What do you think of the current state of our economy? Are we in a good place, bad place, you know, mediocre place? What are your thoughts? (laughs) <laughs> well i'll just disclose i mean i kind of i'm always a little bit kind of bearish because i do lean sort of kind of like hey just bootstrap it work hard you know i i i do kind of carry some of those old school values and uh so i i mean right now you got the yield curve inversion you've got you know the fastest pace of interest rates ever uh the market right now stock market uh is just sort of kind of levitating you know it's it's um uh it's it's I sit there and I look at it and I'm just like, my God, we really haven't had a capitulation moment yet. There is there is there is a uh, an event that's coming uh, that is based on the economy. That is a real recessionary you know event. And yet right now what's driving things is sort of this argument. Is, are we going to have a soft landing or a hard landing? And a lot of people are betting on this hard landing. We have more information than we've ever had before. So people are sort of kind of expecting it. Um, and the economy looks like it structurally has some major problems, but then you go out, I go out and I eat at these restaurants and, you know, I've worked my whole life and saved and all this kind of thing. And and I know how much I'm spending. I look across the table and I'm looking at these people all over the place and they're just eating and, and, all, and they're young, they're young kids. And I'm like, where's the money coming from? You know? And, 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 and I, and, and so we scratch our heads and it's like, okay, this is, this, we're in this weird world right now. And, um, you know, so I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of, I always try to position for both, you know, but I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the shoe to drop on things. Do you, you think know? we, do you think we lived in a, or do you think now the, the people have gotten softer, meaning, you know, when you grew up, when I grew up, maybe, you know, I, I had a job too when I was a kid and I worked my butt off and, you know, those kinds of things, values were instilled in me. Um, today we have, you know, kids that are used to getting COVID checks every six months from the government and those yeah. kind of things. Uh, do you think that that's going to be a detriment to this, um, group of folks that are kind of coming up and just starting in the workforce? Yes, because the, the biggest, and we know this from the ancient writings, uh, various texts, the, the biggest thing impact on your world is your environment. And so, and, and society is a huge environment. And so people conform to social norms and peer pressures or whatever's trending at the time. 
there's some other reasons too that we could talk about. I think we might have done it the last time we were on. Uh, you know, coming out of the global financial crisis, you are, are uh, you know, are here in the West, in the U.S., and other places. We went into full blown what I call crony capitalism mode, where the too big to fails were being bailed out. And you have a whole you had a whole generation that really kind of you had the slowest uh, recovery, economic recovery ever ever after that event. And you had a whole bunch of people that just sort of kind of said, you know what, it's not worth it and kind of checked out. And um, so uh, I think, I think people have to want to work and they have to view work as good. And we're in this weird place where people, you're talking about UBI and stuff like that, universal basic income. And um, that society's going to need that. And with all the stuff that's going on with AI and, and, and technology and whatnot, and but then there's the issue of okay, what about self-esteem? What about personal value? Uh, what about the the feeling that we know is good when you accomplish something, you do something good? And we also know throughout history, not recent history, throughout you know, forever history, there's seasons in life. There's two, good times and there's bad times. And the whole point, the whole reason why you work is because it's not always going to be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and all we have to do is watch these the seasons in a single year to see that. You know, there's a reason why farmers plant in the spring and 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 harvest in the fall and and they get ready for winter. It's not easy. You know, survival and is not always been an easy thing. And yes, we are in a very soft. <laughs> you know, I I'm I'm kind of hardcore. It's, this is your platform, so I got to be a little careful here. But uh, <laughs> you can be as hardcore as you want. Oh man, I just I I I just. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, we're in that cycle. You know, we're soft. Society's soft. And, 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 you know, and when we sit here and we complain about government, we complain about all these, this stuff. And I always tell people, you don't, you, you get the government you deserve, not the one you need or not the one you want. And, and so that's always a really hard swallow because we have so much dissatisfaction and polarity out there right now, but we also have a population that doesn't want to grow up. I and mean, we have a population of children basically mm-hmm. wanting to be governed, wanting to be, you know, and I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. If you're looking to the federal government to solve your local problems, you're, you're acting that, that that's the, the, the mindset and, and the programming of not an adult, you know, um, because I'm looking to exert some, some force or power on some system outside of my uh, zone of control to fix problems that are that are in my my realm that I have control over that I'm not taking responsibility over. So I just I'm just kind of fundamentally like I'm just not down with it, you know. So, but you know that's the way it is. So, yeah, there seems to be this mantra of you know people just are expecting stuff for free now. You know, free education free housing if if they wanted um and you and i both know that somebody's paying for that it's not yeah <laughs> ain't, no, ain't nothing free in this world somebody's paying for that so yeah, if you're not go ahead yeah i was just gonna say what do you what do you think about you know one of the i was trying to um think back and i remembered seeing a uh episode i believe your wife was in called secret or undercover secret millionaire. And I remember seeing that thinking, man, these people really like giving back. Like there's, you can't, uh, there's, you know, I think that that was like early on in the show and it was probably super less produced than what it, you know, was on the next couple seasons. And, and 
it struck me as, you know, you and your wife probably believe in giving back. Talk to me a little bit about um, why that's a big deal. Should folks be giving back, even if they don't have a lot? Let's say they're only making a couple thousand bucks a month. Should they have a regular rhythm of giving back with their time, talent, and treasure to nonprofits they care about, their church, those kinds of things? Or should they just always be hoarding it, you know, into their safe at the end of the day? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, we set up our business to basically take 10% of the gross uh, sales revenue, not profit, and, uh, and give to a foundation that we set up uh, called King's Ransom. And people still give to that today because we spot, we also then separately sponsored it with our corporate, uh, you know, we sponsored the, uh, the overheads so that a hundred percent of what was donated. Cause we weren't satisfied with, with some of the stuff out there. And you hear these reports often with these, some of the big organizations, I won't name names that comes out and they do these campaigns and they raise money and then they don't use it for what they said, or they, you know, the executives are flying around on private jets and, you know, on and on and on it goes. So, but yeah, no, we are big believers in that. True Wealth Formula is set up to actually in in the, in the very first uh, formula and and ratio for for uh, budgeting that that we teach people. Uh, there is a a ratio in there for giving, and you know, aside from the religious or the spiritual side of it, I, I it's it's important because what it does is it it helps us to see that no matter how bad our situation is, there's somebody else out there that has it worse, and. A lot of success in life, whether it's the ability the, and the capacity to, you know, generate income, to be successful. And let's just face it, you know, money is important. There's two things in life, relationships and resources. And that's what True Formula is all about. But relationships is more important than money than, than resources. But you got to have the resources, too. And we, we call that money in our world today. But um, it's very easy to sort of kind of get stuck into this mode I call the rich, miserable bastard, where it's never, <laughs> never, you know, <laughs> never good enough. And more, 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 more. And we're also programmed that way in our modern society to that 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 bigger is better, more is better, everything's supersized. And so, but if 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 I get caught in that RMB state, it's not a fun place to be. And it doesn't matter how much money you make, it doesn't matter how sec- successful you are, you'll never have. Uh, you'll never have fulfillment. And so, you know, you'll never have peace. And so, so yeah, you know, get in the habit of giving. And, and even if it's just a dollar, you know, even if it's just, and, but and, and people do it sometimes when they're emotionally moved or compelled, but if you structure it and you, you make it part of a habit and a system, now it becomes part of who you are and it becomes, you're not a, a, uh, a dead end in the universe, you know, you're not this like, like hoarding is a great way to describe it, you know? So, and so it's, it's really about uh, recognizing the cycles of life and the, and the nat- natural cycles and, 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 and things live and then they die. And then they, when we die, we, we, we become, we go back to the dust and then we create food for the trees, you know, uh, and, and, and the plants and, you know, it's just a cycle of life, you know? And so giving is a part of that. We have to give, we have to get that, get in the habit of that, and uh, and be a blessing to others, and realize that there's always other people out there that are, uh, you know, worse off than than we are. No matter how bad, how much my struggle is, and uh, I've, I can tell you just so many clients that we've had that they started giving, they got these uh, ratios dialed in right, these formulas set up, and then their financial world just exploded. So that's awesome. 
Well, yeah. Hans, 30 minutes has went by in a flash. Oh, my God. <laughs> so any last-minute thoughts here before we head out? Remember, folks, if you like, comment, share, take a friend in the Facebook post or the Twitter post or the Instagram post. We're going to pick a handful of folks to get a free trial for Hans's True uh, Wealth Formula course. So you're, you're not going to want to miss out on that. Hans, any last-minute thoughts? Well, I... You know, I just I, I love that we get to do this once in a while. I appreciate you having me back on. And yeah, 30 minutes. Wow, it's so quick. I forgot the show that it was such a uh, so tight. But, you know, the, the key thing is, is, uh, you know, we we have we have a great program. It's at truewealthformula.com. Uh, we have a, a one of our clients, uh, Lenny is uh you can if you go to that uh site you can see his testimonial this guy got started he just celebrated his third year he got started when we i did some videos during when crazy covid hit uh hit the fan and he uh and you got to hear his story he's just this guy is just so great and uh he in two years took a twenty thousand dollar savings account to over 100 grand wow uh his passive income now is over a thousand dollars a month and he basically took the system that we have and, and his, and it, after, after it's like a two or three minute video. And then if you opt in, you can hear, I do a full interview with, with Lenny. And he talks about how he used to be this terrible worker. He just showed up late. He called in sick. He hated working, you know? And uh, he just basically, and he had done all these different things, businesses and tried different investing and in businesses and whatnot. And, uh, but something about 12 formula just clicked for him. And the guys, he's, he's an amazing worker. You know, he, he, he picks up overtime because he takes that money that he makes in overtime and he rolls it into his passive income and what we call automatic paychecks. And he's got that just compounding. That's and awesome. uh, so anyway, it's just super cool. I love seeing that. I, I love seeing that trans uh, transformation for people. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're just having fun. We do onboarding. We have the app that helps people get all the numbers crunched out and uh, just fun stuff, man. You know, life's too short to be, to be on the wrong side of the game. And so, you know, I'm into master money, live free. And that's, that's what we're about. Live free is an important part, but let's be the master, not the slave on the, on the, on the money side of things. So. Well, I appreciate you joining us Hans and we'll put those links into the, the podcast podcast description. And yeah. um, we, uh, again, for folks listening, like comment, share, take a friend on this post, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, we'll pick a handful of folks, get a free trial. And uh, we also want to thank our show sponsor, the University of Alaska, for sponsoring the Must Read Alaska show. You can check them out at empower.alaska.edu for more information. Man, we can't thank them enough for sponsoring the Must Read Alaska show. And until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska. Thanks, Hans. Thanks, man.